0: Hey, 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 and welcome to episode number three of season two of the Revive My Heart podcast. Thank you so much for, you know, taking some time to listen to whatever it is that the Lord puts in my heart to speak to you about today. I pray that, you know, you just get something out of this episode and ah, short, quick, quick prayer because... We got things to talk about, guys. God, <laughs> simple. I pray that you would just give me a heart like Esther's, willing to do your will at any cost. Help me to just be obedient in what you're asking of me and help this person listening just take this message to heart. And that if it's meant for them, that they can get something out of this, Lord. Amen. Okay, guys. I Yesterday was just the most peaceful, restful day and my soul needed that because I was running on empty because why do we keep doing this to ourselves? We know what we need to do to rest, but yet everyone glorifies busyness, right? And I was exhausted by the time Thursday, Friday, Saturday came. I was just worn out and the only thing that kept popping into my head was, Come to me, all who are tired and weary, and I will give you rest. And I knew, I knew I needed to rest. And it wasn't like, let me take a nap and I'll just be fine. It was resting in his presence that my soul needed. And that's probably what you need too if you're feeling weary, tired, and just like you can't keep going on, right? We try to take all all these tasks But then we're overwhelmed because we keep adding to our plate when we're not capable of doing every single thing everyone's asking us to, which brings me back to telling you that it's okay to say no to things that will drain you, to things that just don't fit in your schedule right now. It's okay to say no. No is a complete sentence. And why do we constantly keep doing it that to ourselves? We constantly add to our plates knowing that it's going to overwhelm us to take on that extra task, but yet we do it. And I was just in a state where I was completely overwhelmed again, and I knew what I needed. I was exactly because I had just given up my time to be with the Lord, to just be in the word, just to be... Doing other stuff that was not benefiting me at all. So I opened up my Bible um, yesterday. And of course, it was in John. And it was just the most beautiful passages that I was reading um, that I knew my soul needed. Um, I wrote a little bit about it on Facebook and everything. But today, this morning we're always in a rush to get out the door, aren't we? All of us are always in a rush. But I knew I needed to get something out of the word, something this morning before I walked out the door ready to go. And God put in me Esther 4.14. For you were born for such a time as this. And wow, because just yesterday I was... I was praying and asking God, like, I knew I needed to open up my Bible and dig into it, but truly study the books of the Bible, like a deep study on the books of the Bible, and I knew Esther was on my heart, and we all know Esther, we love Esther, because Esther's my girl, right, um, (sighs) Esther was just she God called her and chose her to bring deliverance to the Jews when they were marked for destruction. He appointed her for a difficult and dangerous work because her call was so significant. She needed so much thorough preparation without the preparation. She could not have faltered in her responsibilities or she would have fa- if she would have failed to obey God because she was thoroughly prepared and had an obedient heart. She succeeded gloriously. In Esther's case, the preparation included 12 months of beauty treatments and instruction from Haggai, the king's attendant. This type of preparation was necessary to assure the king would respond favorably to her, which was what she needed to save the people. I believe that God has a great call and purpose for your life and for my life, as he did for Esther's. Your assignment might not be the deliverance of a nation, but whatever God has called you to do is extremely significant. Whatever it is, be diligent to embrace the preparation process. It requires whatever it is be diligent to embrace the preparation process it requires so you will be well equipped when the time comes for you to act and i just read all of that it was just the intro from my everyday life bible from joyce meyer um that was just the intro through of introducing esther to us right um just a quick rundown not my version but joyce meyer's version so and all that obedience my whole journey here to even being right now in this moment recording this is because of obedience literally yesterday I finished my second interview for a wonderful magazine that asked to interview me. I already did one a few months ago, and this was my second, which is, this is just God. This is just God working because it's not glory for me. It's all the glory for him. And when you shine the light to him and not to yourself, God just keeps making all these things possible. And so... And exactly why I just said Esther 414, because you were born for such a time as this. And the obedience, can you imagine if I wouldn't be obedient to whatever, to record whatever it is that God wants me to speak to you? If I wasn't being obedient, you would never be hearing this message. You would not probably see the thousands of things I share on Facebook or Instagram because There would be no calling on my life, but because there is a specific calling to make a big impact for his kingdom, I am obedient because delayed obedience is still disobedience. And I don't want to be disobedient. I've said it before. I don't want to die and get to the gates of heaven and be asked, what did you do on earth? How did you help others come to me and me say, I did nothing. No. I want to be able to say, I helped bring people to you. And that's my purpose here, to try to bring people to the Lord. To get to know him, to know how mighty, how wonderful, and how faithful he is. Because God promised me a beautiful promise. And while I'm waiting for that promise to come to pass... I'm going to keep praising and worshiping, worshiping him while I wait. I have no idea when this is going to come to pass, but I know it is because God is a faithful God and whatever it is that he promised you, he will make a way for it to come to pass. It's exactly how I got to where I am. I only let go of one thing and then I let go of another And then I let go of another. And this is how I got to where I'm at. Obedience. Being obedient to what it is that the Lord is telling me to do. It's not easy. And at times I'm told, you're so brave. You're so courageous. You're so bold. And me, just like, I don't think y'all really know me. Like, I'm like a little chicken, like, I I dislike being seen in public. I don't like socializing. I'm just I'm a little hermit. I like to be home and alone and I can record this and I can be very present on social media, but at the same time, my confidence sometimes is not where it needs to be. And yes, I can be self-confident but also know that my confidence comes from him and at the end of the day I know that he gives me the confidence to be able to come out and speak and say whatever it is that he wants me to speak to you guys right but it's just so crazy because I I tell my kids constantly how how shy and nervous I get to be around other people especially people I don't know um Sometimes the intimidation takes over and we're just wondering, like, do they like us? Do they not like us? Like, what do I say? And comparison just sometimes gets the best of us. And it's okay to feel like we can't do it all because we can't. I can because I rest my power in his. I allow him to take over and to have control over what it is that he wants to do in my life and the comparison it plays a big part because I noticed the last week when I was feeling overwhelmed and saying I needed a vacation and I needed to get away it was because I was allowing myself to compare myself to others and at that moment When I was able to grasp what was going on, I understood that comparing myself to others was not serving me. Comparison is a thief of joy. And what does the enemy do? He comes in to try to kill, steal, and destroy, especially when he knows there's something valuable in us that's capable of changing so many lives and pointing them straight to the cross. And that's exactly what the enemy threw at me. Comparison. Comparing myself to the ones taking the nice vacations, taking the nice trips out of town for Labor Day weekend. And I had just done an incredible birthday party for my own two kids. We were able to rent out a Someone's backyard with a huge pool, slide, the whole shebang for my kids. That was such an answered prayer to be able to do that for my kids. But yet here I was focusing on grass that was not mine. I was starting to get out of my own lane into someone else's. But because... I am under exclusive mentorship with a wonderful woman that's grabbing me by my hand and showing me how to do what she's doing. She was able to bring me back and ground me and specify and point out what was going on, why I was feeling that way. And I was able to understand that I was focusing on someone else's yard and not my own. I journaled, I just worked through my own feelings and I understood that it wasn't the vacation I was trying to run to, it was an escape from my reality I was trying to run away from because comparison had got the best out of me at that moment last week. But whenever I was able to ground myself back in. And realize what was going on. I was able to turn my thoughts around. And thank God for the answered prayers I'm currently living in. That I used to pray for. To be able to wake up. Open up my own business. Do things for our own selves. Instead of for someone else. Is one of the biggest blessings ever. And it doesn't come lightly. There is of course. Yeses and no's to opening your own business. But I, for one, know that this business is a God-given business, just like this God-given ministry is with this podcast, with this coaching, with these supplements, with everything I'm doing. I know it's all because of God. But just like I have all of these things going on, I'm going to remind you that you're looking up to me thinking she has it all together. She gets to do this. She gets to have this. She's experiencing all these answer prayers and why hasn't God answered mine? And I'm going to remind you that it's all on his time. Not mine and not yours. But sister, sister. Or brother, if you're a man. Sister. God is good at keeping his promises. He is faithful and true at keeping what he promised us. Every single one of us has a calling on our lives. We are all given the same opportunities and the same Chances to do more with our lives. Are you risking something to better your life? Or are you just sitting there, dwelling, thinking of what's going wrong and not doing anything about it? Because sister, I had a million things going wrong in my life three years ago. But I was tired of being sick and tired. I was tired of my victim mentality. I was tired of the gossiping. I was tired of drama. I was tired of everything. And I knew, I knew something had to change. So slowly I started changing things through his power. He started removing things that were no longer serving me. And what was it that wasn't serving me? Jealousy, comparison, resentment, unforgiveness, pettiness, frustration, hatred, gossip, drama. All of those things were not serving me. But I slowly started allowing God to remove what it was that wasn't serving me and replacing it with something that would serve him. And that's exactly what he started doing. He started removing those little things that were not serving me and filling me up with things that would serve his kingdom. His kingdom. Has it been easy? No. Growth is painful. We all talk about the beautiful things of, be, of being able to experience growth. But do we talk about the, the ugly? <laughs> Not as much. And I try to be as real and honest and vulnerable as I can with you all. So you can know that while you're looking up to me, I also have my imperfections. I'm never going to be perfect. And I still have my insecurities. I still have things that don't serve me that I'm working and praying to the Lord to remove from me. Because I don't want to be a person that carries resentment and bitterness around. I want to live in peace and joyfulness every single day because that's what's available to us when we surrender all of those feelings that don't serve us to him. I slowly started surrendering everything to him. Everything, including finances, including my job, Including my marriage, including my kids, including my friendships, and more importantly, my family. God has been so, so good. And just, you're never going to hear me say anything bad about him because even when I thought my life was in rumbles and chattering, he was just... Breaking me to put me back better than I was before. All of those tough times, all of those hard times, all of those times when I was broken. From friendships, from a job that, well we all know what happened there. From family, from so many things. God was there to walk with me out of those trenches, to lift me up to those mountaintop moments where, yes, the views are even more stunning than in those valleys, but he's been with me all along. And so today's episode, I just want you to reflect on What is it that you're not surrendering to him, that he already told you to surrender? There's something in you that he's asking for you to give up. And you keep saying, next Monday, next month, not yet, God, show me another sign and I'll do this for you, God. And he sends you the sign. And yes, still you still you don't do it. And it's a vicious cycle of disobedience. Are you truly trusting him? Because if he's asking you to give something up, it's because he has something better for you in store. God will never, ever close a door without having something better lined up for you. I am a living testimony of what closed doors are. A closed door led me to where I am today. A hundred closed doors, actually. Failed opportunities. Failed friendships. Failed employment. Failed so many things. But yet. God knew what he was doing and when he closed that door he needed me to let go of that doorknob so I could focus on where I was going that he was taking me and it's because of obedience that I am where I am at today it's not because I'm lucky it's not because I'm just blessed it's not because whew, she just got it going on. No, ma'am. I am where I'm at because of obedience. And I can truly understand now. Esther 414. You were born for such a time as this. Bold, brave, courageous. Those are qualities from Esther, right? Right? Esther was bold, brave, and courageous. And I'm not striving to be an Esther. I'm striving to be more like Jesus because Jesus, a perfect man, was still hated by many. Which goes back, why are you worried about them talking about you? Why are you worried about what they're saying about you behind your back? Why are you giving it your attention and your focus when you could be doing kingdom work for him? Jesus was a perfect man still hated by many. And yet he gave up his life for you and I. Because this is how he loves us. This is how much he loves us. And yes, I strive to be an Esther. Brave, bold, courageous. But through it all, I'll strive to be like Jesus. And I'll forgive even when they don't deserve the forgiveness. And I'll show grace even when they don't deserve the grace that I'm giving them. And I'll be merciful even when they don't deserve that mercy I'm giving them. And I'll show love, even when they ain't loving me back. And I'll be kind, even when they're being mean to me. Because in a world where ugliness is taking over, my goal is to resemble Jesus. My life is not perfect. It never will be. I am just An imperfect sinner trying to make an impact for his big kingdom. But in all of this, I want you to remember that there's a special calling on your life as well. For you to go out there and change lives as well. So today, my prayer is. That whatever it is that the Lord is asking you to surrender. That you surrender it tonight to him. And my prayer is. That you can start to acknowledge. And feel. His immense love for you. Because we feel Unworthy. We feel unloved. We feel like we're not enough. But you know what? He already called us worthy. And he already called us his. And he already made ways where you think there are no ways. So let it go, sister. Let it go. Whatever he's asking you to give up, let it go. Because that closed door is going to open a bigger one. That you'll be praising him in no time. Thanking him for that door that he closed. Because you'll see that big blessing in disguise. Things aren't always going to go our way. And that's okay. Because you know what? His ways are always better than our ways. I pray that this message brought some hope into you and filled your heart up in whatever area it needed to be filled in. I pray that Jesus' love surrounds you today, tomorrow, and for all the days to come. May his peace, his strength, and his understanding cover you. That you, that you can realize How special and anointed you are. Because you truly were born for such a time as this. And kingdom work cannot be done without souls like me and you. Ready to say, I'm here God. Send me. I'll go first. I'll go first. So all of those can say, I'll follow her. This is how we slowly change the world being obedient and surrendering our worries and our anxieties and our fears to Him who is able. He can do it all, sister. And He's ready to take over your life just as He did mine. But you've got to be willing to surrender it to Him first. I love you. And I pray that you have a beautiful week. Bye.